Would you stand with me this morning as we honor the reading of the wonderful word of the Lord? First Samuel chapter number 17 began reading with verse number 1. The word of the Lord says, The Philistines now mustered their army for battle and camped between Soko in Judah and Azekah at Ephes Damon. Saul countered by gathering his Israelite troops near the valley of Elah. So the Philistines and Israelites faced each other on opposite hills with the valley between them. Then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. He wore a bronze helmet and his bronze coat of mail weighed 125 pounds. He also wore bronze leg armor and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam, tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield. Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across across to the Israelites. Why are you all coming out to fight, he called. I am the Philistine champion. You are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. I'm using for my subject today, when the odds are stacked against you. Father, I just pray today, Lord, that your anointing will rest upon the message and upon the messenger, Lord, today. God, I pray, Lord, that you will do the work that needs to be done in the heart and the life of each individual today. God, there is no one here today by accident, but everyone is here by divine appointment. And God, I pray, Lord, that, Lord, they will hear the word of the Lord and they will heed the word of the Lord as well. God, I ask all of these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All of God's people said, praise the Lord. You may be reseated this morning. All of us face times when the odds are stacked against us. I could give you the opportunity today, and most everyone in this room today could Uh, could relate to us a story or an incident or a situation or a time in your life or maybe even something that is going on right now uh, in your life when the odds are stacked against you. You've heard me say, if you've been around very long, that my wife and I married at the ridiculous age of 17. The odds were definitely not in our favor that we would still be together happily married 43 years later. But with God's help, we have beaten the odds. As I look back over my life, and especially as I look back over my ministry, as I remember the places that God has sent us, as I, as I remember the, the jobs and the assignments that God has given us to do over the years. Over and over and over again, God has placed us in situations where the odds were definitely stacked against us. As I was thinking and preparing this message this week, I remember on one occasion when I was 
pastoring a, a church. It was a, a church that I had founded, I had planted, and, and the church was only a couple of years old and and we were we were we were meeting in a rented facility and now was the time to start to make plans to 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 buy some property and look towards building our first building and and I'll never forget when the Lord laid upon my heart a, a certain figure and I believe that the figure was a hundred thousand dollars now you got to understand that this was a fledgling startup church uh, that had only been going for a couple uh, of years. This was over 20 years ago, so that $100,000 was much more then than it is now. And I felt that I was to raise this amount in one service. In one service, as I said, from about 100 people in a brand new startup church that had only been in existence for a couple of years. There were people in this church who were who were beginning to talk about how ridiculous uh, this attempt and how that it was literally impossible. In fact, one man in the church came by my office and he had all of the facts and all of the figures uh, tallied and compiled that proved that what I was trying to do was impossible. Don't you just love faith-filled, doubting Thomases? Like that. The odds were definitely stacked against us that day. But let me tell you that not only did we beat the odds, we far surpassed our goal. I'm not sure what you are facing today. I'm not sure of what your situation is this morning. But, but I'm totally convinced that there are several people here this morning that are facing situations. And the odds are stacked against you. And the Doubting Thomases and the Job's Comforters have shown up in your life and they've told you all of the reasons why you are facing insurmountable odds. But I've got some good news for you today and the good news is God does His best work when the odds are stacked against us. Uh, Matter of fact, God even sometimes, He even likes to show off a little bit when the odds are the least favorable. When the disciples who were professional fishermen, oh, the Bible said they had fished all night and didn't even have one single fish or to show for it. And yet Jesus shows up the next morning and Jesus, who is a carpenter, tells these professional fishermen, uh, he tells them to cast their nets on the other side of the boat. Now, no doubt that they had done this a hundred times the night before. It was now daylight and the odds were best the night before, the, the odds of them catching anything now were slim and none, and the disciples knew it and tried to argue with Jesus. They knew that the odds were stacked against them, and they were weary, and they were tired, and they were, they were cleaning their nets, and they were ready to go home and get some sleep and get some rest, and yet they went ahead and did what Jesus told them to do, and they beat the odds to the point that there was so many fish in their net that their nets began to break. I've got some good news for somebody here today. And the good news is with God's help. Oh, oh you cannot do it on your own. Oh, oh, the odds are stacked against you. There's no way humanly possible. Oh, but the good news is with, with God's help and with faith in God, you can beat the odds. Maybe you've been recently diagnosed with a life-threatening disease. 
Perhaps your business is, is in trouble. Perhaps your job is in jeopardy. Maybe, maybe your marriage is in the tank today. I, I don't have any idea what you're here with this morning. I don't have any idea this morning what particular situation that you are involved in today. I just know that there are people here today that are facing situations where the odds are stacked against them. But the word of the Lord for you today, and the word is with God's help and with your faith in God, you can beat the odds. Let's talk about three things this morning. First of all, let's talk about the opposition. Let's talk about the opposition. Number one, Satan. John 10 and 10 says the devil or the thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's all the enemy does is steal and kill and destroy. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 says, The devil goes around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. See, the devil will do anything within his power to stack the odds against you. And he will use people, he will use places, he will use pain, he will use problems, he will use persecution, he will, he will use anything and everything within his power to stack the odds against you. Not only can Satan oppose us and stack the odds against us, but so can the saints. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to determine whether it's the saint or the Satan. In our scripture for today, David, David didn't just have to fight the giant. He first had to fight his own brother. Before he could fight the giant, he first had to fight his own brother who opposed him and opposed his desire to take on the challenge. 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 28 says, But when David's, David's oldest brother Eliab heard David talking to the men, he was angry. What are you doing here anyway? He demanded. And what about those few sheep you're supposed to be taking care of? I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle. Sometimes our very own brothers and sisters in the faith, in the faith oppose us and stack the odds against us. David was the youngest brother, not old enough to be in the army like his big brothers were. His older brother Eliab looked down on him in a condescending way and told him all of the reasons why David could not and should not fight the giant. He even took the little bit of dignity that David did have as a shepherd away from him by describing David's flock as those few sheep you're supposed to be taken care of. And then he went on to say, you've just come here to see the battle, haven't you? <laughs> David could have said, what battle, big brother? What battle? All I see is my big bad brothers all hunkered down and full of fear. If I came to see a battle, I'm sure disappointed. 
sometimes the saints who should be our biggest cheerleaders are actually part of the opposition. Paul certainly discovered this to be so in Acts chapter 18. The Bible says in Acts chapter 18 that that Paul was so opposed by the Jews, so opposed by his very own people, so opposed by his very own brothers that he had to turn to the Gentiles and begin winning the Gentiles to Christ and discipling the Gentiles because his own brothers wouldn't receive his message. Not only are the odds stacked against us by Satan and the saints, but also through situations. When David's situation turned from him being an errand boy, and that's what he was, his father sent him to see how his brothers were faring and how the battle was going, and he sent him with bread and cheese. I guess they were going to have grilled cheese sandwiches. And David was literally an errand boy. And when David's situation turned from him being an errand boy and a messenger for his dad, it turned from that to he finds himself standing toe-to-toe with a giant named Goliath. All of a sudden, in David's situation, the odds were definitely stacked against him. If we had the time this morning, I could stand up here and I could relate situation after situation after situation when the odds were stacked against me. As a young husband who wanted to give my wife a baby, after a couple of years of trying without success, I went to see a doctor. And I had to hear these words from the doctor. Your odds of ever ever fathering a child are about one in a million. So you tell me there's a chance. It's amazing what you'll say when you really get anointed. Write that down, baby. I want to do that again someday. <laughs> he, he, he looked at me and he said, young man, he said, your odds of ever fathering a child are about one in a million. He said to me, he said, you're young and you need to try and adopt a baby. Adoption is wonderful. But we did not choose to adopt. We chose to pray. And on July the 5th, 1976, at 3.10 a.m. in Guyman, Oklahoma, Chad Michael Benson was born to Mike and Don Benson. With faith in God, we beat the odds. We did it again on March the 26th, 1980, at 6 a.m. in Pampa, Texas, in a hospital that is now a bank. Krista Ray Benson was born, and it's been cha-ching ever since. (laughs) 
The odds were stacked against us about one in a million. But with faith in God and with God's help, we beat the odds. Twelve and a half years ago, we showed up at what was then called Bethel, Assembly of God. And the odds were stacked against us. There was much month left at the end of the money. $5,000 a month more going out than was coming in. There was a parade of people leaving and no one was coming in. There was internal strife. And the ones who were left were wounded and discouraged. But with God's help. With God's help and the people's faith, we have beat the odds. Oh, you might be here this morning and the odds are stacked against you. It may be a million to one. But I'm telling you this morning that if you'll put your faith and your trust and your hope and your confidence in God, the word of the Lord for you today is you can beat the odds. We've been talking about the opposition. Now let's talk about the options. The options, and you have two. When the odds are stacked against you, you have two options. Number one, you can, you can focus on how big your giant is. And that's what David's brothers and King Saul was doing. Verse number four, then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. Verse 24, and as the Israelite army saw him. Say saw him. He was nine, over nine feet tall. And as soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. And they began to say, have you seen the giant? Man, have you seen how big that giant named Goliath is? The first option we have when the odds are stacked against us is to focus on how big the giant is. But the problem is, focusing on the giant will drain you of your faith. On March the 26th, 1990, at 2 o'clock in the morning, God asked me to leave a comfortable Pastorate of over 300 people go plant a church in a city I had never, ever been in in my entire life before. On March 26, 1990, the call was so clear. At first, God's voice was so distinct. At first. But time quickly caused that clear, strong voice to become distorted and faint. I soon allowed my practical side, and that's about the only side I have, 
My wife always says, you are so practical. But I soon allowed my practical side to take over. Satan quickly began to tell me a thousand reasons why this would not work and a thousand reasons why I probably didn't even hear God's voice at all and it was probably just a dream I had because I had eaten too much pizza the night before. And the more I focused on the size of my giant, the less faith I had to slay it with. And one day God spoke again. And God said to me, Satan will provide you with an excuse not to go. If you don't want to go, the devil will give you a good excuse. I changed my focus that day. When the odds are stacked against us, we have two options. Option number one, focus on how big your giant is. That's what David's brothers were doing. Or option number two, focus on how big your God is. 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 45 through 47. It says, David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with your sword, your spear, your javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's army. The God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. And today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And everyone assembled there here will know that the Lord rescues his people. But not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle and he's going to give you to us. See, instead of choosing to focus on how big David's giant was, rather he chose to focus on how big his God was. Jesus said, with God, all things are possible. The Apostle Paul said we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. He said that God always leads us into triumph through Christ Jesus. So, if the odds are stacked against you today, you have two options. You can, you can cower down in fear and, and you can allow your fear to paralyze you like David's brothers did. You can choose to focus on the size of your giant or, or, or you can focus on how big your God is. And focus on how, on the size of your God. And if you focus upon How big your God is, faith will begin to arise in your heart and you'll see your God as a much, as much bigger than your giant and by faith you'll say, let me at him. Let's look at the third thing this morning. Let's look at the opportunity. And here's what we need to understand this morning. Please get this part of it this morning. Here's what we need to understand. It's not all bad when the odds are stacked against us. That was real weak, the response, so I'll say it again, see if I can get a better one. What we need to understand is it's not all bad when the odds are stacked against us. Because these situations actually offer us three opportunities. The first opportunity is to grow your faith. When the odds are stacked against you, 
What comes with it is the opportunity to grow your faith. In David's situation, this wasn't the first time the odds had been stacked against him. Verses 34 through 37 of 1 Samuel 17 says, but David persisted. He said, hey man, hey, I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. And a lion or a bear will come in and try and steal a lamb from the flock. And he said, I've gone after it with a club and, and I've rescued the lamb from his mouth. And if the animal were to turn on me, I, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. <laughs> hey guys, I've done this to both lions and bears. <laughs> and I'm going to do it to this pagan Philistine too. Because he's defied the armies of the living God. See, fellas, what you don't understand, David says, is the Lord that rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine as well. See, see, when the odds are stacked against us, it's not all, it's not all bad because it gives us the opportunity for God to grow our faith. See, see, the first time you face a situation where the odds are stacked against you, it's a pretty, pretty scary time. Oh, but in that time, if you choose to focus on the size of your God and not on the size of your giant, and as you watch God help you conquer your first giant, oh, then the next giant to come along doesn't seem to be as big of a deal. David's older brothers are, are shaking and trembling with fear. The king himself is fearful. Man, look at the size of that dude. Man, the odds are stacked against us here, guys. But David didn't see it that way. Because he had already faced giants in the past. The lion and the bear. And he grew in those, in those times when the odds were stacked against him. He grew. His faith grew. And so this time, when this giant pops up in, in his life, it's no big deal. I can remember as an early pastor, just little bitty things that just knocked the props out from under me. Man. Knocked the props out from under me. When the giant would rear its ugly head in the church. Today it takes a mighty big giant. Because I faced a lot of giants. I've slain a lot of giants. I'm, I'm sorry the odds are stacked against you, but it's not all bad. God can use this as an opportunity to grow your faith. Because let me really encourage you, a bigger giant's coming. <laughs> You think this giant's big? You haven't seen anything yet. Notice the next opportunity. When the odds are stacked against us, you have the opportunity to gain some rewards. See, the giant said, hey, let's, let's have the, you know, gunfight at the OK Corral. Man, just send me one guy. We'll just, you know, we'll duel to the death. Whoever's left standing, who still ha ever has a head left on his body at the end of this fight, the other, you know, the, you know, 
you'll be the, the winner and, 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 and your people will be the winner and the other, the other people will be the losers. And King Saul had promised some rewards to anyone that could defeat this giant named Goliath. You'll, you'll find this in, in verses 8 and 9, and you'll also find it in verse number, number 25. Let me read verse 25. The king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills the giant. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife. Now, I'm not sure if you know, I better not. I, I'm going to go on. Well, let me look at her. I'm not going there. All right, okay. Sorry. Do you have a picture? No, I'm not going there. The king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills this giant. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife, and the man's entire family will be exempted from paying taxes. Woohoo! That's a no-brainer right there, huh? See, see, what we need to understand this morning is that there are always rewards for overcomers. You may not like the fact that you have something to overcome today. You may not like the, like the fact amen, that the odds are stacked against you. But listen, 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 unless the odds are stacked against you, unless you have something to overcome, there is no reward. The opportunity is to gain some rewards. And as I look back over 43 years of ministry, my greatest rewards... My greatest rewards have come to me in the places I was willing to go when no one else was willing to go. I remember talking to my pastor friends when a church came open where the pastor had been there 40 years. Who wants to follow somebody been there 40 years? 40 years. And I heard my guys, I heard my friends talk about, man, the potential there is great. Man, there's great potential there. Nobody was willing to go. My wife and I went. My greatest rewards have come to me in the places I was willing to go when no one else was willing to go. My greatest rewards in ministry have come at the, with the things I've been willing to do when no one else was lining up to do it. The odds may be stacked against you. It may look bleak. But I'm telling you, with God's help, you can beat the odds. And when you beat the odds, the rewards will follow. And the best rewards don't come to us in this life anyway. Oh, but they are waiting on us in eternal life. And they will be passed out to us at the judgment seat of Christ. And the best opportunity of all, when the odds are stacked against us, is to give God glory. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 47, and everyone assembled there, David said, everyone assembled here will know, they will know, what, what will they know? Will they know how brave you are, David? Will they know how great you are, how mighty you are, how powerful you are, David? They'll know you're really somebody. No, it's not what David said. He said, everyone assembled here will know that God rescues his people. See, if David would have had a machine gun to go after the giant. No, all he had was a 
slingshot and five little pebbles. And when, giant, and when the giant was on the ground and his head was off his body, everybody said, David didn't do this. No, no, David didn't do this. David said, everyone assembled here will know that God rescues his people, but not with sword and spear. The battle is the Lord's, and he will give you to us. When the odds are stacked against you, when it's a million to one, but when you defeat and win the battle, and when you beat the odds, people will know it's not you, but it's your God. And they will give glory and praise and honor, not to you, but to God. Every time that God rescues us, every time that He helps us beat the odds, That's the reason why almost every single day when I'm walking back and forth in front of here and I'm praying, almost every single day I am thanking God for this place and giving glory to God and giving the credit to God. Because I didn't do this. I'm not that good. No amens, please. I know who did it. Know who did it? It wasn't me. It wasn't you. He used us. But it's God. It's God. When the odds are stacked against us, it gives us the opportunity to give God glory. When the doctor says there's nothing more we can do, get your affairs in order. We still have hope. You're a good doctor and we, give, we thank God for you. But you're not the great physician. You went to school for many years and studied hard, but you didn't take 39 lashes on your back. And so I'll pay the bill when it comes. And that's what you receive, doctor. But the glory... Goes to the healer. Amen. Amen. We could get the musicians and singers back, the whole worship team this morning, please. Every time that God rescues us, every time that He helps us beat the odds, we should give Him praise, we should give Him glory, we should give Him honor. Our takeaway for today. Number one, the odds will be stacked against us at times. Maybe that time is right now for you. I don't know. Maybe that was last week or last year. Sometime in the past. But I'm telling you, the time will come again when the odds will be stacked against you. Maybe in a different way, a different means, a different situation. But, but the odds will be stacked against us at times. Second takeaway this morning is the outcome will be determined by our focus. The outcome will be determined by our focus. You can focus on how big your giant is 
and it'll drain your faith, and you will not have what it takes to overcome your giant. Or you can choose, rather than focus on how big your giant is, focus on how big your God is. And as you focus on how big your God is, faith will begin to arise on the inside of you. And you'll say, let me at him. No big deal. <laughs> Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. There was the lion. There was the bear. Bring on the giant. Amen. Amen. Father, I just pray you'll take this word this morning. Father, I believe it's more than a sermon today. I believe it is a word in due season. I believe it is a word for some people here today who are facing insurmountable odds. The odds are stacked against them today. God, that's when you do your best work. That's when you show up. God, I'm believing you today show up in this house and in the lives of your people.